well-behaved women seldom make history. We say what we want, need what we say. Salute to my sisters, cause we do this every day. Wearing many hats, might be unconventional, but we are here to normalize. It's exceptional. Let's misbehave. Let's misbehave. Let's misbehave. Let's misbehave. <laughs> you see, we try. <laughs> oh, shit. Every time. <laughs> It's because you got that Erica Badu on. What you It think? won't go. You got to put it behind. I did. You got to put it on top. Hi, you people. Won't. On top. Can you let me do my thing, please? Hello. <laughs> and can. welcome to Misbehaved Women. If this is your first time, welcome. If this is your third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh time. Seventeenth. Seventeenth time back. Hey, we missed you. Welcome back. It's stuck. It got stuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we try, we try, <laughs> we just can't seem to get right. Anyway, my name is Angel, and I am all things self-care, mental health. You know how I do, boo. Next to me is... Asia, and you may get some legal advice at the end. Oop, and next to her is... Sierra, your mom boss, but I'm gonna keep it real. There we go. All right. So, ladies, I have a conversation I want to have, because I find that lately, like, people... When I talk to them, what I say and what they hear are two very different oh things. Oh, my God. Can you let me finish my sentence before you get to, oh, my God. I'm speaking in Mandarin. Okay. <laughs> so, and what I'm finding is, like, understanding that, you know, people he hear or see things from a very trauma-induced lens or a trigger lens or a pain lens or a hurt lens. And so I'm just trying to figure out, like, why... Won't people, people take the time to do everything else. You know me, I'm all about self-care. I find the right nail lady, right brow lady, right lashes, right barber, all those good things. You do. But, pe mm -hmm. but people don't take the time to step back and identify their triggers. So let's think it's everybody else. That's a song, isn't that a song by Janae? Yeah, what's her name? We all. We're old. We're sorry. We're sorry. We you fire though, girl. Right. We, we like. We like. And we know music. that you got a song called Triggers. Mm -hmm. yes. And so my issue is like, when you think about your triggers, do you guys have any like really super duper apparent yes. triggers? Mm -hmm. Yes. What Hell are your yeah. What are your triggers, Asia? Um, my triggers are in relationships. Yeah. Like sexual, like intimate relationships, leaving. Ooh. I have a real trigger with you took mine. Leaving, like a lot of people have abandonment issues though, so that's very yeah. Normal. I have there tons of abandonment a, issues. I, these headphones are just not because you got to put them up well, there. Well, I just don't understand. Well, you can't be that fancy during the podcast. Put it on top of the knot. Oh my god, y'all! I, I had a, I had a, I right had a good right knot. There. No, you're good. You, it now looks I good. Can see the knot. Well, so listen. Sorry. So my triggers are like leaving. So we have an argument as we're we're a couple. We have an argument, and you say, well, I'm out. Now, unless you really want to be out, don't do that shit to me. Because it feels, I know my triggers because I've gone to therapy, I've worked through my shit, so I know what my triggers are. And usually, I'll say 65% of the time, I can control my reaction to my triggers because I can say, okay, this is just a trigger, blah, blah, blah. But sometimes, in the moment... 
I'm triggered and there's no real me in. Right. So that is a huge trigger for me because of, you know, childhood issues right. um, that have caused me to have some abandonment issues. Right. So that's my trigger. Like, you can't just be... I'm a go. In, you can't be out of my go or you can't be in and out of my life. Okay. You know, like, you just can't do that. Okay. And I'd like to go ahead and change a word. And you two like Not this control. word. You two like this word because <laughs> you two have very type A personalities. What? We're going to change the word control to manage. Manage. You cannot control <laughs> because it's not because it's not real. You can you can cope with you can learn how to cope with your triggers. You can yes. learn how to manage your triggers. <clears throat> but the word control gives people this this false ideology that like I can control my emotion. Like it's not real. Like you can learn how to deal because you like you know. Yes, I can manage. Yes, I can manage my emotions. I can manage, manage my emotions. It's all about control. listen. I cancel culture. We all we. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Sierra, what are your triggers, Lord? Let me drink. Um, I have really bad abandonment issues. Okay. And so for me, if you ghost me or you think. Like, that's why closure is so big to me. So if you ghost me and you miss something that's very big in my life, you might as well not even come back. Yeah. It's one thing if we have a disagreement and we both mutually decide we ain't talking right now. Yeah. That, and yeah, to that's me, different. that's taking a break. Yeah. I don't care how long the break is. It could be 10 years, 15 years, one month. <laughs> but we took a break. Right, right, right. But if you decide that you want to ghost me, there's no like explanation for what you're doing. There's nothing. Yeah. And you miss something traumatic in my life that I would have needed you there for. I would have yeah. liked to have you maybe not need, but it would have liked to had that shoulder to cry on or that person there. That is huge for me. You probably can't come back from that. Like that, that is something I, because I've had to manage with my feelings my whole life because yeah. my fathers were in and out. Yeah. So for me, I don't want to have to keep going through what, they did to me so i'm not gonna keep the cycle going with friends and family and boyfriends and things like that like or husband like i'm not gonna do that so i feel like for me that abandonment issue thing is huge and it also links into friendship on another end i don't like not being invited because not y'all being too. invited. And this not being invited. It, but listen, My tell God. you. It's a Why part, it had to be y'all too? Both of you. Listen, both I don't even be saying that the motherfuckers would be inviting me to nothing. I have never not invited you. I said something to you. <laughs> have you? I said something to you. Have you not invited her somewhere? Because it wasn't me. Never. But if she thinks... If she even thinks that something was happening, she wasn't invited. Good God, where was? <laughs> but that goes back. But to I explained to you. I was like, no, 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 that ain't happened like that. <laughs> this is how it happened. But you that were goes gone. back to like, like our childhood friendship when I was like, you guys matched and you didn't tell me <laughs> you're always you answer the phone you're Are always you tried to call you were all in skorts and nobody told me we were wearing skorts and red polo tops today like girl i don't like to be left out no that's definitely a thing like no for real i think my one of my biggest triggers would have to be uh, I feel like everything's a trigger for me. I, <laughs> I feel like because I just take things so personally. I do. Like, that's a that's a trigger for me. I would say, like, uh, like reciprocation is a trigger for me. Okay. I grew up in a family where 
uh, I'm not blaming you, mom, where we got a lot of affirmation. Mm-hmm. And so that is a love language, whether in friendships mm-hmm. or or romantic or platonic. I need to know that I am doing a good job. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not God. at work. Like work, I'm used to that. I feel like when you get to when you come when you become an adult, you understand that like when you're at work, nobody cares about you. That's cool. Like I never needed it at work, but if I care about you and I don't I don't I don't feel like I love a lot of people, but the people I love, yeah. I love hella hard. Right. So I, I require that. And because I feel like I give it when it's not reciprocated, it's it's something very, very difficult for me. It's some it's hard for me. Like it really is. Like even if it's something simple, like, you know, we already mm-hmm. talked about. Asia's not the most vocally loving person. But I know Asia loves me if she'll be like, You want a piece of this? <laughs> I'd be like, you want to taste? I'd be like, she so she'll share me. Food, She's my friend. That bitch and don't share no food. <laughs> I'm really needy. And, you know, it's just like, I don't, it, that's just a part of who I am. And I feel like, like you said, I've, I've been in therapy for so long, for so many years. I've been in therapy since I was like 20. Uh-huh. Uh, but consistently I've been in therapy for six years. So I feel like I'm very aware like of when, so here's the thing, right? So let's talk about this real quick. Do you guys know what your ego is? Yeah. Okay. Okay. She doesn't. So we're going to talk about it because we've had this conversation before and you're like, I don't have an ego because people misunderstand what ego is. So there's a book from the holistic psychologist, uh, learning to heal. It's a phenomenal book. And so, you know, we've all learned if you anybody went to even community college, you took psych 101, right? Mm-hmm. You learned about the ego and the id, right? So you know that your ego is like the instant gratification, right? Like, how can I feel good right now? Okay. So I explain it like this. If I'm talking to you and I say, that's a cute shirt, your ego hears she doesn't like the shirt. Ask right. her why she doesn't like the shirt. Or if he says, your hair is pretty, but he's looking at your hair for a really long time. So does he really like your hair? Ask him if he doesn't like your hair. So your ego is, you know that person that you battle with inside? People call it like the angel or the devil. Or the person that tells you to do one thing and you do the other. Like, that's your that's your ego. Bitch, you have it. Oh, no, my I God. Don't. Yes, I don't think. Do, I'm telling oh you, I don't God. think We're not going to do this. I'm telling you, I don't think on okay. that. I don't. So your ego. I huh? love her. I'm nuts. I might no, be. I said she does. We love you so what? much, but you do. But we're I, gonna talk about it later. No, 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 I think y'all mix it up. But go ahead. It's your ego. So you, I think. I think what happens is when people hear the word ego, they think like uh, the narcissistic side of you, or they hear that's not. Yeah, what it's stroking your ego. So that's not what an ego is. An ego is your subconscious. Your mm-hmm. ego is the one that tells you is basically your filter, your perception filter. Okay. I This is what they said, but this is what I heard. Yeah. And so I'm going to react off of what I heard. Oh, okay. So that's different because I don't have like, like I go with whatever first comes to my mind. And that's I might ego. later on, but I ask for validation. Now, and it's not, hold on, I take it back. That's not validation. I'm asking for clarification. Clarification because I know that I perceive things in a certain way yeah. that a lot of people don't look at. The same way I that's do. Your ego. So if yeah. I ask my mama, we on the same page. She like, hell yeah, that's exactly what went down. But if I ask y'all, yeah, 
I'd be like, well, why are y'all looking at it that way? And my mama looked at it this way. I don't understand. Well, your mother is your mother. So oftentimes your ego, like I said, it is your Your inner voice. It's your inner voice or it's your inner beliefs. It's like your inner voices are usually backed by who 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 raised you. It's your your core belief. Sometimes your parents speaking through you, like whatever they've spoken to you as a child is what you're hearing in your head. It's your core beliefs. It's what you believe about your yourself so this book suggested that you name your ego okay so for all transparency purposes i have named my ego persuasia and i have named her persuasia because she is always persuading me to be in my mother feelings okay so you may say something to me and i may say Oh, Persuasia says she doesn't want to be your friend. She didn't invite you. She didn't invite you because she doesn't want to be your friend. Mm-hmm. Are you going to let her in like that? Are you going to let Are you going to let it show? And then I say, no, I'm not going to let it show. I'm going to act like I don't care. That's my ego. That's Got it. that's the trigger. So I so I named her. So it was the best thing I could have done for myself because I named her because I keep her in check because it is a it is a a human thought that we can control our egos. You cannot control your ego. You can only learn to manage it. And you can mm-hmm. only learn to manage it if you get to know it. And you can only get to know it if you know what its triggers are. Mm-hmm. So you know that there are certain things that set you off. Why does it set you off? You have to go, you have to go all the way back, right? That's when people end up doing inner child work. Well, yeah, right. I did regression therapy. Me too, girl. How yes. was it? So do you know what regression I mean, therapy is? It's so, like you had. The, I had my therapist at the time. Like go back and she was, so we, we identified an issue. And so my issue was the leaving. And she was like, let's try to go back and see where you first had that feeling. Mm. Um, Because usually it's the same feeling. It's like, for me anyway, it's like an overwhelming feeling, which starts from like my feet. And it just kind of like, yeah, it takes over. You almost black out. Yeah. Like a wolf over your body. And so she's like, when is the first time you felt that? And so I went back and it was like, oh, okay, this is when, well, before my mom died, my cousin died suddenly. And then my mom died a couple uh, months later. Then my my uncle died a couple weeks later. And it was like, those are the same feelings. So mm-hmm. when people leave abruptly, it triggers that feeling. So, but I did not think that that's where it came from. I was thinking, you know, this is just one of those things where everyone feels like this. But in relationships that I have now, you know, relationships that I had in the past, every man that I've dated has had the same kind of abandonment issue. So um, we'll say the Louisiana, his mom died of cancer when he was a teenager. Um, uh, Houston. His dad was not around. Mm-hmm. Um, Puerto Rico, his dad passed of, of drug drug use. Oh wow! So at a young age, so we had the same issue. So I didn't. Ha- my triggers were. I it never. I, I didn't get triggered as much because because they, they had, had the, the same, same ones. Yeah. This one, there's no trigger like this. So they're looking at me like, "You've lost your mind. Like, right. what do you? I'm just." I just need a cool off period, but mm-hmm. your cool your cooling off period where you need to leave the house triggers my abandonment. Yeah. So the regression therapy helped me to figure out why it was, but it's still something I have to manage because I'm like oh, I still have on, the manage. whoosh. 
right. of that. Oh, you're leaving. And the wish will never go away. <laughs> yes. And I think, and that's why I, that's why I say manage. The yeah. wish yeah. never now goes can away. Be, and most, and I've had some freak out moments, but most times I'm like, okay, he's not really leaving. He's just walking the dog. He's taking it. Say he's taking it. He's he, taking his break. He will be back. He this will doesn't be back. mean that he's leaving. Angel always says to me, she'd be like, um, Asia, they'll be back. They'll and be I'll back. be like, how do you know not coming back? <laughs> I locked the door so you can't come back. How I do have, you know? But you, but you lock the door so that they can't come back and hurt you because yeah, that's exactly. been your experience. Yeah. Oh so yeah, for you sure. Just do, you do. You just the, repeat. I do yeah. what I and wanted. Sorry, mom. We love you. I do what. I wish she, she would have done. The opposite. Yes. And so, so I do the opposite, exact opposite. So for me. But I, it's the same trigger. It's it the is. same trigger. And I feel like with that, I feel like you should have been lucky that this woman gave you these many chances and these and things, yeah. even though she may have saw all the nastiness or whatever mm-hmm. inside you and you still took advantage and still treat mistreated or do whatever. And that was a very hard thing for me to overcome. Yeah. So especially when I overcame it and I let said person back in and he did the same thing to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, hell no. I will so never let me, anybody do this ever no, again. No, it's not even anybody. I will go back. I will go toe-to-toe with a woman. And oh, I yeah. will forgive it's, it's a woman. A yeah. It's a man. No. It's, that's and the that's why thing. they call me yeah. a black widow. It's, because I will literally. Yeah. I, make, I like when successful black men or whatever fall in love with me. And I can break their hearts. Let me get yes, you. But and I do I'm it on purpose. Where or did I it don't, on purpose. The trick, men can trigger me more. But it's hard for me to have emotional connections with women. Yeah. yeah because so I'm like, you know, I'm you're gonna leave me because so many women have left. You know, because yeah. and not not like my it's not people who left me, it's just it's more true. like who you lost. Yes, who you lost. I'm so sorry, let me yeah, that. it's different, you know? But you also I think what we have to be very mindful of, regardless of how we wanna look at it, these are generational patterns. Oh, yeah. And so Mm -hmm. what you saw is what you're doing, even if it's the opposite. So you have to be mindful about who's watching you. Oh, you end up becoming the other person sometimes. But I have to check myself because I end up looking like the other person. I'm like, wait a minute. So what I'm saying is whoever you are raising will in turn repeat that. Child, I'm already dealing with it. And so a piece of that is that's why I stress consistent therapy and going because learning how to manage these triggers is not an overnight phenomenon. Yeah, Managing triggers is literally, it's like anything you want to do. If you want to maintain weight loss, if you want to maintain financial stability, it is a a constant work, right? Yeah. Like for people like you, if you are my client, I would probably use a basketball analogy, right? Mm -hmm. If you want to get better, you don't just go to one summer clinic and say I'm the best. You keep pushing and pushing and pushing. Yeah. Your mental health is the same thing like for me with my trigger my trigger comes from being a people pleaser Mm -hmm. I'm a people pleaser because my mom was a people pleaser and I I watched her make everybody else happy even if it drained the life out of her so to me that is what I equate love with so in my mind it was like you will love me if I make you happy Mm. but it was difficult for me to understand well if I'm doing everything to make you happy why don't you love me 
Mm-hmm. Now, did your mom do that for everyone or just her kids? Everybody. <clears throat> okay. My mother, so my okay. my mother is she's a nurse. So okay. by spirit, right? My mother wants to help, and I watch that. So in my mind, it was like, okay, this is how you get people to love you. You get people to love you because you always make them happy. Mm-hmm. But as I become an adult and I realize I cannot make everybody happy with my choices, with my words, it was it was hard for me. It was mm-hmm. so marriage stop. friendship was hard with me. Marriage, the beginning of marriage was, was so like, well, you doing difficult. So much. It was so hard for me <laughs> I because was, I was like, girl, every, you're doing too much. Honestly, stop. everybody was my mom was like, Andrew, you're gonna kill yourself because I'm cooking, I'm cleaning, I'm kicking up clothes, I'm folding clothes, girl. I'm loving you, I'm trying to have sex, I'm I'm trying to do all you these things. Be, um, everybody. Dick Van Dyke's wife. That's that's I was. I thought if I thought if I could bl- if I could just if I could make you love me. That you would never leave. And but it's a natural thing. See, that's one thing I never, I I will say I like from my childhood upbringing. You were just, my mom basically like, you going to get Sierra. Yeah. And either you like her or you love her, but you going to get yeah. me. And so another trigger of mine is watching other women yeah. that don't yes. don't they're not their true selves with their spouse or something and I, I can't to be me, friends with them that person right that being in love well, and being married and so, no yeah. but yeah. have you we not really no. been yourself Wait. oh in the beginning of my marriage yes. Really? And I, and oh yes we talked everybody a conversation about that she, she was the first one oh, that had a conversation like, you my need mom to stop you're gonna burn one. out i i wanted to make her love me but she already loved you she married you but i I wanted her to stay there, and I didn't know how else to make that happen. But to be but perfect, to, and and I was wearing myself oh, out. Oh hell no! And ultimately, you know, it backfires because then you look up and you're like, shit. I'm not going out. I'm not hanging out with my girls. I'm not being true to me. Like, I'm not, everyone knows. And you're teaching that person that you're this person that exactly. you're not. Exactly. And I'm, right. I'm, I'm working full time. I'm doing all this. I'm doing all this. And anybody that knows me knows that I am not the Susie Homemaker person, but I was turning into this, like, Susie Homemaker Stepford wife. And, and literally, Asia and my mother were like, who are you? My brother even was like, who are you? I was like, yeah. you don't hire somebody. And I was like. But I did that because I did that. Yeah. I tried to be like, because, you know, Griffin was like, you love is love is, prov- love is providing. Like, yeah. love is making sure you don't have to worry about anything else. So when I saw her do that, I was like, you about to burn out. You about to burn out real quick. Oh, and it happened within yes. months. I was like. And you're going to be resentful. And I cried and I cried mm-hmm. and I cried. And I call myself, I tell people when people, when we talk, when I talk about mental health, the people always say, I am a recovering people pleaser. It's like a drug addict. Because yeah. I get endorphins from making people pleased with me. Yeah. And it makes you I, feel good. It makes, it makes, and, and for me, I attached a lot of that to my worthiness. And then I got into a job as a teacher. Everything I did was oh, yeah. connected to my people pleasing. My yeah. students loved me. If I did right with them, they loved me. So I got to be doing something right. right. So that's why this past summer was so hard for me because I left something yeah. That was my only piece of people pleasing left. Mm-hmm. And because yeah, I was like, girl, what are you what are you upset well, for? Well, you got multiple jobs you coming in. Left. You open opened two businesses. It would have been a peck of this. <laughs> it was a pencil. When she told me she was going to school, I was like, so you quitting, right? 
Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> it was a mental health thing. It was more about like I realized how much of my worth was connected to my productivity. Mm-hmm. And when I didn't have any productivity, I had no worth. So I was like, what good am I if I can't provide? If I if I can't provide, yeah. if I can't do all these things, how am I benefit to my wife? And so for me, like I that's why I spent the past three months crying literally three yeah. times a day because I'm like who am I? Who am I without my students telling me they love me? Who am I without going to work and coming home and being this martyr? Mm-hmm. But then I had to be like, but who am I turning into? Right. Right. But the, the big <laughs> question is, how do you handle other people's triggers? Because I feel like I'm better at handling Let me tell you, you guys' triggers than like anybody else because I know I there's certain really things great? I can't say to you. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I can say Here's, more to Sierra. Oh yeah, because I'm sensitive. I'm gonna cry. I can say more to Sierra. Here, remember that time? <laughs> I don't want to be told that. Anyway. Remember that That's time we went to dinner? Rough. Remember that time we went to dinner and I was like calling her, checking her, and I didn't know what she was. She was like, she came to the dinner. T- she came to we, brunch. We table. had an argument and, in front and of Tony. Shanice, and Shanice was like, guys, and she and she said, "You're not my mother." And I just love you. That's all because she was picking up her phone so I was worried I was legitimately worried about her and that's been our conversation before yeah. like I have a very maternal energy. you always said it in you since like elementary school and that's just because I want to know if you're fucking okay like yeah. I don't want to worry like that I don't think I'd be worried about your ass too I know where you are think you at the worst yes. case scenario well, first because you think of that second bitch pick up the phone right <laughs> <laughs> okay called you three times anyway um I think my biggest thing is just you know, having I so to answer your question, other people's triggers are not your responsibilities. That's, That's true, how you do that, exactly. Other people's <sighs> triggers, but no, there no, are no. certain things that I know. You have to mindful. be, you have to be mindful. mindful. There's yeah. certain things that I know I will not say to that person because I know it'll set them, it'll off. Set them off. But unless under, I want to set you off, unless but, yes, yes, unless I want. But to if I want to set you off, I'm a but understand I'm set it off. that how people cope with their issues is are their not issue. your responsibility. Their perception of what you say is not your responsibility. I agree. Mm-hmm. Their internalization of what you say and how you act and how you feel is not your fucking responsibility yeah. and I think my brother tells me I cuss too much but I feel like I'm going to be a cussing therapist so I'm going to just say this. I think you should because people it. think it keeps it real. That's why kids right. like the cussing teacher. Right. I always like the cussing teacher. So, I was like oh you keep it 100. So gotcha. for me so for me like when people ask like how do I deal you bring that trigger to somebody's attention but you cannot force them to learn how to cope with it. You can't. And you I can like and I think that a part of my healing of my people pleasing was learning that like I am not responsible for your perception of my actions, my thoughts, my words or my or anything. Mm-hmm. That's how you deal with it because people got to get some fucking help. Like we got to stop we have to stop this this fucked up culture of people thinking that we that everybody's our responsibility. Yeah. Fix it. Figure it out. Or that this is just the way that I am. That's bullshit. But that goes to and your if, expectations conversation. But if it is. People just say, I, this is me. But if, like, but it's, fuck, if this, this is, is an ugly if ass not, If you're not willing to grow, then right. you're going to have a like, certain this place person in my is life. Shit. And I think, and I, like a you said, and I think it's life. also a conversation. I got it on my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and to end this, I think that the, the proper conversation is. Please, this is, and I can end it with my advice. There are places you can go for sliding scale. There are places. Fun facts. Here's a little. Here's a little. Uh, a little hint. Right. What is this? What's a life hack? Mm-hmm. So most insurance will give you at least five to seven sessions free. Mm-hmm. 
your your therapist can code said sessions depending upon what you're talking about. So if I come to you, Sierra, and I say, therapist, I need to talk to you about my love life, seven free sessions. I need to talk to you about my work life, seven free sessions. If they... So it goes it so it goes to a coding. I didn't know that. I yes. didn't know that either. I would have kept going. So you can so it depends on what you go for. But for me uh. when people use excuses prioritize your mental health. I'm on a soapbox right now Oof. because so many people are committing suicide. So many people are self-medicating self and dying. And it's fentanyl. And yourself and yourself <laughs> medicating because you won't fucking go get any help. Prozac. Also, and I will get back on this, please stop taking the medication that your psychiatrist gives to you. Uh, Hold re- on, wait a minute. Stop re- or start? Research the medication they give to you. Because a lot of this antidepressant medication, a lot of this anxiety medication has suicidal side effects. Oh. Or if you wean yourself. And if, it doesn't even start in, when you're on it, but when you when wean, you wean yourself, yourself off. These are controlled substances. This is like go, being, a, being a, heroin. a heroin addict. That's why the heroin there, epidemic is so crazy there is right a with Or opioids. There is a withdrawal period. Please understand that you, if you are on several medications, also research how how they are bouncing off each other. Also, this is the last point. A lot of this shit is nervous system connected. Go to yoga, learn how to breathe, That's get true. you a meditation app. All of this is connected to your nervous system. And if you don't learn how to regulate your nervous system, you are completely screwed. I don't care how much medication you take. Mm-hmm. If you don't learn how to take five minutes a day and do some deep breathing, your nervous system is shot and your anxiety will always be sky high. Yep. If you need some exercises, DM us. But please yep. stop self-medicating. Stop popping pills this shit is not what it is and it is not a long-term solution it's no it's not but it's who's not. next i mean you can watch lisa ling um i forgot what's the name she of has the a show? show on hbo really what is it well it, it's on ab i think it's on abc or cnn but Quick. it's lisa ling's something but you can go on hbo max and watch okay. she has all that h uh opioid epidemics and benzos and all that stuff so my advice would be to have an attorney Boom. Your attorney has an attorney. Boom. So, I mean, get an attorney for everything. If you want to start a business, get an attorney. If you're getting married, get an attorney to do your prenup. She does or prenups, and if, I do prenup counseling. I do prenup counseling. If you are already married, get a marital agreement. You need an attorney. Yeah. If you have a baby, if you get in a car accident, if you have a medical scare, if you fall, slip and fall in the grocery store, Please stop thinking that you know what you're doing because you don't. Don't. We went to school for this, and there's attorneys that specialize in certain things. Yep. So this like you wouldn't go to the foot doctor, podiatrist for your head. Please find an attorney that's going to be <laughs> that's going to represent you and what you, you need. Wouldn't, you wouldn't take your Mercedes Benz to the Honda dealership. Exactly. No, Nothing's wrong with Honda, but I'm just saying you. Wouldn't. It's a different car. It's a different car. Go ahead. See what's yours. When you're dating someone, ask them serious questions. Girl. Stop asking people What's what their favorite, favorite color Because <laughs> nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. You never, ever get anything in your favorite color, color anyway. Ever. <laughs> ask them the serious questions. Piggybacking off our topic today, what are your triggers? What do you Amen. like? What do you not like? 
what happened in your family. I need to know these things. Is I mean, not there? me. Pers- well, I, I, I should have known too. But I'm serious. Just ask serious questions when you're dating and when you're becoming friends with someone. Because if you know what kind of lifestyle that friend or person you meet went through, it'll probably tell you if you could be friends with that person or not. What's your money looking like? Boom. Huge question. Oh, Let me tell well, you. I'll ask, I'm not going to ask that. Questions. Here we go. Because I don't want you asking my shit. Here's my old I'm lady good. adage. Questions will save you during the quest. Yes. <laughs> All right. Don't forget to misbehave, ladies and gentlemen. Have a great evening, night, day, morning, day at work, whatever you're doing, wherever you're going. Remember, stay true to yourself. Authenticity is the key. Deuces. Well-behaved women seldom make history. We say what we want. Need what we say Salute to my sisters Cause we do this every day